Lost that to Young, the chance here for Sidwell already, and what a start! Just over 30 seconds gone, and the quickest goal in the Premier League this season for Steve Sidwell. Sidwell FC podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Steve Sidwell FC podcast. If you sense excitement in my voice, it is because this is a big week for us. This podcast was inspired due to lockdown and that all ends with the return of Premier League football. It ends in my mind. It's all over now. Forget, forget the virus. Football's coming back. Boys, how are we feeling? I mean, I was feeling great. I, 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 now, I like that hot take already. That it's, it's, over. Over. it's over. It's yeah. over. I, I got really excited there for a moment. That, that I missed some <laughs> announcement that actually... I've missed a briefing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I too, probably with less denial of reality, but I too <laughs> share your joy and enthusiasm at the return of football. It's coming home. It, uh. It's going yeah. to be good. It's already good, isn't it? Like We've already been looking at the fixtures, even just looking at it now. From Wednesday, there isn't a game on Thursday. Then there's a game. Two games Friday, four games Saturday, pre-game Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It just goes on and on and on. Endless football, football, football. It's going to yeah. be great, isn't it? Well, I think it's almost like a, like a World Cup, but that you yeah. probably care more about more of the games. Is that frequent? It's a little you Joe. Go- you don't have Costa Rica versus Venezuela to watch. It's, I don't know, um, Watford versus Crystal Palace, which I reckon I'd Big still game. turn on. Big game. We're, 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 Lasky, I think, are you not going to take issue with the the phrase, no games on Thursday? Why oh, did I take word. issue with that? Colchester, I was teeing you up. I was teeing you up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just get, prim- getting excited. There's no football outside the Premier League. Football didn't exist before the Premier League. That's what I've been told. That's what Sky Sports has brainwashed me into believing. You've exposed me as a fraud, <laughs> Joe. I was, I was in a different. Um, I thought you were making some joke about Arsenal getting knocked out of the Europa League. <laughs> that that it exposes both your sensitivities and your ignorance and your ignorance <laughs> to call you. <laughs> 4D, 4D chess being played here. <laughs> Channel 5 living in your head rent free all those years. Just like. Oh, Channel 5. What, what, yeah, what's going to happen, do you think? What's going to happen for, for you, Joe? If no. I'm honest. I'm, Don't start I'm nervous. with me. <laughs> I'm going straight in with you. I'm, I'm nervous. Oh, I've you, just mate. seen, um, I think, BBC Sport, Dean Smith has come out and said like the eyes of the world will be on us. I was just like, will will they? <laughs> we are not very good. <laughs> I do not I do not anticipate much. I all I've come to the conclusion. You, yeah, go, go on, Dave. Save me. You've got you you've got McGinn back. Super John McGinn. I just don't think you understand. That's the chant. And I just don't think I just don't think we understand how bullied that midfield yeah. is going to get when everybody has five subs just to bring on powerhouses to overrun us for the last half an hour. Yeah, when you play Spurs, 
And Zoko binge you with a hat trick in the last twenty minutes. You just you just gone on. Oh, uh, I'm very thankful. Well, they've already caused me heartbreak twice this season. Um, we gave them two very. That's quite low for them. We gave <laughs> we gave them, we've given them two good games, but uh, lost both of them, including I think uh, with the last kick of the game at Villa Park uh, in February. Yeah, uh, I think what's going to happen to you is. <laughs> You're going to be doing all right. I think you might beat. I think you'll beat my Sheffield boy. United. My boy. Just wait. I think you'll probably get a few draws to win Strachan. And then I think Jack Grealish will go on the bender. He'll be found, you know, coked up somewhere in Birmingham, having broken all manner of social distancing guidelines and reinvented his own <laughs> bubbles. He'll get a four week ban and you'll plummet to relegation. Oh, it's a very. You heard it here first. <laughs> You get good odds on that, I think. Jack, if you're listening, I'm so sorry for them. Um, you know, us Sully Hold boys have to stick together. I just think lay off. Lay... Yeah, thank you. That was a kind way of putting it. Oh, just. Uh, yeah, he's a top, top player, yes, though, isn't and he? he... Uh, well, I do enjoy watching him. I'm quite excited to see him play on Wednesday, to be honest. Yeah. I think it'll be good. I see. Um, I can ask you, Adam, what you think is going to happen to Liverpool, but I mean, it's not going to be that. <laughs> if they didn't win the league, now, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I should offer to do something ridiculous. Go on. But I don't know what I could offer to do. It's so unlikely. So but, I did say, Adam, um, we, I had a chat with the boys from yeah. home on Sunday and uh, Lasky, was, Lasky was there and, and I said, how much out of your own pocket would you, would yeah. you pay for Liverpool to choke from here? Lasky, without wasting a millisecond, £1,000. <laughs> Sinking a dream of a choke. Wow, with, with no return, just as that. <laughs> just for the enjoyment. Just for the joy. Oh dear. Now, yeah, I might, I might have been, a, you know, I don't actually have that much money going to spare, <laughs> but um, for comic effect, I, I've really enjoyed over the last couple of days. Um, Arsenal fans have this thing about Liverpool Twitter sharing these gifts of players just doing the most unextraordinary <laughs> activity. It's a long run. The Lovren one, and then they did a, Hen- a Henderson one that said skipper. And basically, it's a video. He runs, he controls the ball, and he passes it. Like, not far. I reckon in total, he travels f- four yards and passes it three <laughs> with skipper. Skipper. Yeah. And I mean, when- fair play, you're winning the league, but I just, I just love that. Football Twitter is back. Fans can yeah. get angry about things like that. Um, normal service has been resumed. Yeah, yeah. I think our our Twitter. The only thing worse than our official Twitter is our fandom Twitter. Which you think that's bad? It, it, our, our, my Twitter was inundated on Sunday with everyone telling me how this was going to be uh, Takuma Minamino season. <laughs> scored a goal against Blackburn in a 6-0 win and I just thought let's just have a day off shall we boys let's just let's just pipe this one down a little bit like I'm so pleased for him his career turned around I was like he's been with us for four months half of which has been a um, you know a uh, 
global pandemic. pandemic. Everyone was like, can't see, can't wait to see more of him. You forget Timo Werner, we've got Mino Mino. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> there we go. He's played three games for Liverpool, but he scored against Blackburn. So there you go. Uh, what would it be without hyperbole, eh? <laughs> And who's this? Um, right. Who's this? Taiwo Awanui. I apologise to him and his family for butchering his name. <laughs> <laughs> He's Who the Liverpool that? winger that got taken to hospital today. And uh, uh, yeah, bless yeah. him. He's all right though. He's okay. all right now. In, he's playing in Germany he against my Augsburg, so I feel like I should take some worry. responsibility for that. Who <laughs> I did not expect to be the kind of guy that could tell you what happened between Mainz and Augsburg, but but here we are. There you go. That's a word. You guys are doing all right, Augsburg. I think Augsburg, unlike Villa, are going to stay up. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're remembering the scores now. <laughs> Get in the bin. I'm not. Wow. Yeah. So I think Liverpool, yeah. But by all stretches of any imagination, they're going to win the league, aren't they? Yeah. Will yes. they get to 100 points? Will they beat United City's record? I think that's probably going to happen. Personally, I'm going to what put my you neck on? out for that one. Yeah, eighty-two with nine games left. Okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. seven seven wins. I think they got. Did City get just a hundred the other week? Yeah. Year? Just a hundred. Yeah. But and Villa, I think it'll be a scrap. I think you could stay up. Look, you can't but... have it both ways. Put, you know, tell me definitively got... which. Okay. Whether we're staying up or not, and then you know you, you can either gloat, gloat accordingly right. or grovel. Okay, thank you're you. going down, right? And when I say thank you, I mean piss off. But <laughs> there's never explicit <laughs> warning for the podcast. Thank you're you, welcome. Mr. McKeo. Look, I felt felt like you um, <laughs> you set the tone. You earned it. Yeah, you well, deserved that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into it. What about we we touched upon their Twitter account? But what about Arsenal, Dave? What's going to happen to them? Do you think? I think um, we're going to finish fifth. Oh, I like that. Bit of boldness. And, I, and I'm hoping that City will get banned from Europe. Oh. Yeah. And then we get Champions League. And I'm feeling very optimistic about that. <laughs> now, we have not played well for a long yes. time. And I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I think um, suddenly this global pandemic is going to have turned us around despite us losing a pre-season well not pre-season a mid-season friendly to Brentford tough place to um, yeah. it is but, no, <laughs> oh home, but um, tough place to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know I've got a feeling that's what football's all about isn't it you know no logic no rationality no evidence. oh no I've yeah, got a feeling that... no I, I like that I like that yeah I agreed I said to Lasky yesterday um, that what we need is is Wednesday's football to take place, um, and if Arsenal win, they go up, they go up to sixth. They can't quite get fifth, but if Villa win, we go out the relegation zone. Thursday comes, we need a second spike and the season to get cancelled, and that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> there we go. Just Villa survival. I think you might be able to tell that I'm not optimistic that we'll be able to do it on the football pitch. No, I think. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be a yes. battle, won't it? It's interesting thinking about like the Bundesliga and coming back. The the teams that were in form before the the lockdown, before coronavirus hit, form wasn't really any much of an indicator on how they performed since lockdown. It just is basically the teams that are technically good 
seem to have done really well in in the, in the games where there's no fans and they basically have to self-motivate and perform. It's like glorified training yeah. games. So Dortmund and Munich and stuff have been pretty comfortable, but some of the other teams that's been, who might normally rely on, you know, like home and away advantage seems to have been slightly hit. Like teams have lost, there's a team this week lost 5-1 at home, things like this. So I think, I think we'll end up with a few absolute, you know, bonkers results coming in. Um, which will be interesting to well, see. Well, that's what I want to see because I think Villa have got uh, Wolves, Man U, Liverpool um, in, in their next four games. So, Well, some of those will be interesting to, to see how you guys get on. But I think there will be some upsets. I think it will happen. I think that's another prediction. There'll be upsets. There'll, there'll be, you know... I, I, I can't wait for how Sky is going to like artificially produce drama without like angry fans. <laughs> So like, I saw this. Is it official that they're using this sounds from FIFA 20? Is I think so. In the broadcasting. Yeah. And I watched the Bundesliga at the weekend. I watched my mighty Dortmund win 1-0. Um, and they, they piped in crowd sounds. And actually, it's quite convincing. But I don't think they, they have, they've obviously got guys like mixing in the background, like, you know, some DJ at Pop World, yeah, just DJ. pressing buttons and remixing and <laughs> every now and then. A little shout out to Dance. Happy birthday to Dance over here. Um, and a bit of that. So I think that'll be quite interesting to see how that works in the Premier League. But if they're using FIFA, it's going to... I don't know how good... I often play FIFA about the sound on because it's just annoying. And partly that is, as we've talked about on this podcast before, Alan Smith's insane mentioning of how many times he likes to head the football. But... Like playing as Reading on FIFA career mode, they have one chant from Reading. They just sort of loop every five minutes during the game. So I think if we get that on, you know, Vila, 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 just for ninety minutes, I'm, I'm gonna, it's gonna, I'm gonna wish football was back to Germany. Yeah, I will mean? say, I think it's gonna be interesting to to see which chants you use and how they get censored, because there are obviously yes. many, that, there are many that can't be used. But also, as you say, you are going to cause people to... I mean, I want to mute most commentary anyway uh, because I find it to be uh, tedious, repetitive and obvious nonsense. Yet alone when you've got, as you say, uh, brummy monotony coming from the through the sounds, not even the stands, is it? Oh, how have you managed to depress me ahead of this? I've already... So Villa are going down and it's going to be a crap spectacle. That's, I was so excited. No, it's, it's, I think it, I think it will be good because I think they'll they will have amusing sound. I, I do think I do think they'll do something that will be bizarre to listen to. Like it will be the FIFA yeah, sounds, I but I can just see them just every now and then just playing some music. Do you know what I mean? Like, the referees are Wally. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wally. Yeah. The um, I know what they'll play for Arsenal. It'll be like um, a few chants about Arsenal. Arsenal will go one nil down. The away fans will sing. Is this a library? We'll say, um, <laughs> and then Arsenal will score. It'll be what four-one to the opposition, and we'll say, Arsenal, you know, the by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll we'll go home happy, great, because we got that that one chance to sing a song <laughs> that, frankly, is not true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it, if it was 2003, 2004 season, you know, we'd be, we'd be in agreement, wouldn't we? But alas, not. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be the football. I found the football watchable in Bundesliga. I thought I find it weird, but as time went on, I found 
even with the crowd noises being weird, even with you sort of, there's noise, but no one's making it. I've sort of learned to deal with it. So I think with the Premier League, where you feel that much more emotionally invested. Yeah. I think, you know, my own sense of emotionality will drive me through what might be a bit awkward at times. Yeah. So I feel, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question. The first game, yeah. or in fact, the first day, who's going to score the first goal? Who's coming back? Who give me your, uh, your, your acker, if you like, I know it's only two games for those first two fixtures. Adam is probably the best person to ask because he can at least be objective. For the first game? Yeah, the first two. Villa, Sheffield and City, Arsenal. Yeah. Mabuana Samata <laughs> is going to come in with a double and you're going to win 2-1. Um, Oli Norwood's going to get a goal for Sheffield United. That is, that is superb. <laughs> Arsenal. Has, has he... Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. hit, hit, hit me up. Uh, I think it's going to be... A 3 0 City, <laughs> I'm afraid. I think they're going to score all. Fr- you you hate you know their goals. They just whack it across the cr- across the across the across the area. That's going to be all their goals. You're going to get three De Bruyne assists. Going to get two for Raheem Sterling and Gabriel Jesus off the bench. <laughs> yeah, it's just so believable. He'll <laughs> do that thing where he just puts his head down and just hits it really hard across the box. Just absolutely whacks like, it. <laughs> oh, it's just going to happen yeah. Joe I think it's going to be one My nil boy. Villa I love you too an own goal Ooh. hello by um, what's the right back called Bull- right Bulldog 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 <laughs> yeah and then Arsenal are going to win 2-1. I love that. City will get an early goal yep. through Bernardo Silva. Lovely he always seems to yeah. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> uh, Hector Bellerin. <laughs> One of your own. And then, and then Eddie Nketiah. Ooh. Someone called for a goal. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a hot take right that there. That is a hot take. L- listeners, if you're yeah. if you're into your gambling, uh, please ignore everything you've heard. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one thing that Arsenal were known for in the last few years, it's fighting spirit from losing positions, isn't it? I think that's <laughs> especially away against yeah, the big exactly. six side. What was it you were saying the other day? They haven't won against a big six team away for six years. Or something. Six years, oh. yeah, yeah. It's um, if, if to go for the Villa Arsenal. Uh, double is 25.4 to 1. But we're going to do it, aren't we? Yeah, obviously. Out of solidarity. Yeah. Um, I'm beginning to think that you might have a deal with one of the bookies, by the way. No. You're the odds here and there. Just, just, Google, <laughs> just Googling quickly. Um, I'm just looking at this. So your first game is the Derby. Yep, Sunday night, where Everton. So Villa play twice before you even play at all. So yeah, Villa play Chelsea at quarter past four on Sunday. So that's you know, that's a solid defeat. And then I get to tune in to watch you guys. You, could you have it wrapped up if Arsenal win and you beat Everton? Is that it? Um, well, I mean, it's just not <laughs> happening, yeah, but is it? We're lifting the trophy yeah, at Goodison. That, that would be it, yeah, because it would be 28 points if we won. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and they don't, they'd have 27 that they could possibly get. Yeah. That would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
I'd absolutely love that. And then Pep Guardiola will resign. That's what I, I, if I'm honest with you, that's kind of what I'm hoping will happen now. I think let's win the league, but let's also let's humiliate Man City a little bit. Let's knock them off there. You know, <laughs> they've bought their way to success. I've had enough of it now. Let's let the real teams win. <laughs> Dave, should I tell him? <laughs> should you tell me what? We were watching, I think it was an advert that little Leroy Sané was on. I think we were watching a, a compilation like best goals from 2018. Yeah. Sané's on. And, and Dave just looks at me and says, when Liverpool play City, let's be under no illusion that I just want City to absolutely batter them. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't, I don't know why. There's no rational explanation about why I find Liverpool annoying. I think it's, it is purely the fans. It's just football, isn't it? It's literally, it's a few but, angry, few annoying Twitter, Twitter accounts. And it just, it just does it, doesn't it? <laughs> I, have, I have a few, like, a few very good friends of mine who are Liverpool fans. And I just cannot, but I still cannot stand Liverpool fans as a collective for it's some reason. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be inevitable that Liverpool win the league, but um, I'm hoping we'll get to see some good games in the, yeah. In the meantime, I think we'll see. Um, it'll be Marcus Rashford's um, final final season in the Premier League. Um, I think he'll go out with a few more goals, and then he'll retire and he'll become an MP. <laughs> MP, yeah. Uh, he's a bit of a hero, I think, of mine. I was reading about him today, and he, he seems to have done more for vulnerable school children than Boris Johnson's entire government in the past four months, which is quite quite impressive for you know a twenty two year old footballer, isn't it? But He's raised so much money apparently during during lockdown and um, obviously with the newest sort of uh, petition or uh, letter is written. Um, he just he just seems like a, a bloke that's got his head screwed on. Yeah, yeah, comes across very very well. And of course, t- Twitter is just such an awful platform for for some things. And I think G- Gary Lineker hit the nail on the head with his tweet about this, where he says, some of you on here are saying that poor children shouldn't be given a food voucher that will stop them from going hungry. Think about that for a second. And it's just like people who are flooding Twitter with, oh, he's a Man U player. He's a footballer. It's like, Shut up. The man is doing tremendous things and yeah. for his age. And he comes across so very well. He, we, we saw him on BBC this morning. Um, I just, I'm very impressed by him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's this whole, it's this whole, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan, but respect. It's like, <laughs> really? like that doesn't really make sense, does it? Yeah. Having, but, you know, fair yeah. play. Having said, fair play. You don't want children to be starving. Yeah. You are a human. You have empathy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having said all of that about Marcus Rashford, an individual, I would absolutely love more than more than I'd love to see Pep Guardiola hand in his P45, get hand his P45. I would quite like to see Manchester United plummet. Looking at the table, I would quite happily take any of the f- 15 teams below Manchester United finishing above them. I'm just doing some maths with Norwich. Uh, I think it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Actually, it is possible. It is possible by two points. Yeah, but then I guess the fixture combination wouldn't work. But I'd quite like to see, you know, my my father-in-law is a, is a is a huge Wolves fan, and my wife sadly is well. She's a Wolves fan, but she also supports Man City and Liverpool, so she doesn't really care. To speak. And, and and Bayern, Bayern. this doesn't really make any sense. But anyway, um, I'd quite like to see yeah Wolves, Sheffield United, Spurs, Arsenal. They can all be better than United, but that would be good. 
I'm looking down the table. I think the lowest. What's the lowest they could finish? Do you think tenth? Yeah, it's quite close. Yeah, I'd say from there till Everton. Yeah, it actually could. That could be any interchange. That'll be the interesting thing this year. I think it'll be the battle for like fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah. seventh. Um, and really, relegation zone is pretty close. Like I can see like teams like you know Brighton or Watford like just falling off the wagon completely um, at the bottom end of the table. But yeah, yeah, we can hope. It's a weird table this year, isn't it? Like you look at Liverpool being that far ahead, the amount of losses like the team in second has already, and then like. Like Arsenal and Wolves having drawn 13 each. It's just absolutely... <laughs> that's just mad, isn't it? <laughs> it hasn't been enjoyable, I'll be honest. No. But... It's going to be good, though, isn't it? Very good. It's going to be good. Have we got any questions as part of our Premier League special? Loosely linked, if at all? We do. We have. We certainly have a football-related question. Um, it was sent a few weeks ago, and... I. Maybe you want to address this, Adam, because he's a friend of yours. Uh, do you want to apologise to him for the delay it's taken in uh, in coming to this? We thought we'd save it for something special. Yeah, this is Mr... I think this is Mr Isaac Richardson, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah, so Isaac sent in a question very kindly. A few... I would say we're probably talking months ago now. <laughs> um, and even... I even had to... You know, we even had a chat on WhatsApp about how to send a question in. And um, yeah, Isaac's a good mate of mine. We've known each other for probably a good 15 years now. Um, he sadly, like you, is an Arsenal fan, Dave. Um, and he's actually, him and my friend Ali, who are both Arsenal fans, have ever since meeting you, Dave, have referred to you as Alexis after Alexis Sanchez, who they are convinced to this day that you are the spitting image of. Um, so any listeners of ours who, who know Mr. Dave Lasky, please Google Alexis Sanchez now and tell me if you think uh, he looks like him. I'd like to hear that hot take because I'm not sure I agree with it. But anyway. I think it's like Alexis... Alexis at Udinese. There we go. Early days. Early days, Alexis. <laughs> um, but yeah, here we go. Here is Isaac's question. Hello, Steve Sidwell's anointed representatives on Earth. My question to the three of you is, uh, given the government's current poor handling of the coronavirus uh, outbreak, controversial, I know, which uh, football manager would you most like to take up the reins mid-season and uh, and guide us all to safety. Look forward to hearing your answers. Great. So, you know, I like, I like the little bit, of, little bit of dabbling with the politicisation. I'm always a fan of that. Also, it's good that that question, even though it was sent in months ago, has stood the test of time, that the government is still <laughs> bodging the response. Um, so which manager, you know, do you think needs to save our country from the coronavirus pandemic? Starting with you, Joseph. Right. So, I also very much enjoyed the uh, the political bashing, um, and I feel like we need somebody who is is very objective and very separate from this this English landscape. Um, and I think that Sturgeon has done a very a very good job uh, of what, how, how to say this strategically. Uh, amping up Scotland's aims and objectives from this whole thing, basically laying all the blame at Westminster and doing exactly the same thing as Westminster just a few days later. Um, so, so I don't want Sturgeon, and, but I do want a Scott. I'm going for Big Dunk Ferguson. <laughs> he is not only going to sort stuff out, he's going to scare the virus 
the virus is going nowhere near us <laughs> as a country. If Duncan Ferguson is leading the line, he's going to headbutt some things. He's going to turn some tables and he's going to actually make some decisions. He's not going to shy away from the daily broadcast. He's going to even put the fear of God into Dominic Raab, who's just getting a bit full of himself. He needs to be knocked down a peg. I've, I'm, I'm all over this. This is I've, I've, I've envisaged, not only have I seen it, I'm, I'm in love with it as an entire spectacle. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. I, I would quite like to see that. Duncan <laughs> in charge of the government response. That would be an interesting experience for all of us involved, <laughs> wouldn't it? Wow. It's, I don't know quite what to say about that. Really. Well, field, but it's good. He did unbelievable things at Everton. You know, he beat Chelsea. Did, he beat did Chelsea. He? Did he drew, yeah, he drew with United and yourselves, Dave. And they were only knocked out on. <laughs> well, that's easy. <laughs> and they were knocked out uh, of the of the Carabao Cup by Leicester on penalties. But given the state that they were in under Silver, he came in, steadied the ship. This is what we need. We need someone to steady the ship and to run around the pitch like an angry man and just make it. Oh, it up a bit, yeah. what a yeah! He was he was good to watch as well. Yeah, I stand by it. Great. Dave, who have you got coming in? I guess in a similar vein. I don't I don't want a um a checkbook manager. I need we're in we're in or net spend. Net spend. Um we're in a we're in a, we're trying to avoid a crisis here. So it's none other than Mr. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Lovely. Um, if we want to, if we're talking, if we think double dip as, um, or not double dip, a second um, spike as a relegation, he's your man to to stop you and make you avoid that. Um, he, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily trust him much much beyond that, but yeah, in terms of leading the the coronavirus response, Sam Allardyce is my man. Lovely. I've been giving this question a lot of thought over the last two and a half months, whenever it was sent in. Um, and I've got a particular man in, in mind for this. And, I, and I'm choosing to specify the the era of this manager, if that makes sense. So yeah. he is currently still a manager, but I'm going to pretend that he is able to manage us from a particular year of his life. So I'm going for 2004 slash five era <laughs> Jose Mourinho. Um, in the 2004-2005 season, Jose Mourinho led Chelsea to their first ever title. And in their 38-game season, they conceded 15 goals and lost one game. And I think they basically just one nilled their way to the title. And I think that is a level of attrition and resolve and steeliness that you need to beat the virus. You think about Duncan Ferguson headbutting the virus. If Ricardo Carvalho is manhandling the coronavirus at a corner and getting away with it over the ref's eyes, it's going to have no chance, is it? Get Jose in, stick Steve Clark at assistant, put Cavalera in charge of defence. We'll be absolutely fine. See you later, Corona. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to have to push back on that a little bit. Um, Primarily because... What resources does Jose have at his disposal that are synonymous to that that team? He's going to bring that <laughs> team back in the cabinet. Yeah, he's got that team back. Oh yeah, Damien. What is it, Damien yeah. Duff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damien Duff, Shadow Irish Secretary, State of Secretary for All Ireland. <laughs> he, he he did a great job with that team, Joe. There's no there's no. Um, he did. 
He's not a check, checkbook manager. I agree with that. that. I do team. agree. I do agree, and I I like the parameters that you've uh, you've put around around your answer. I still I think Allardyce is a good shout because he can do yeah. he can do a lot with nothing, and nothing is what we have. And yeah. He's gonna get you that no second spike away at Stoke. He's gonna nail it. You're gonna get that one nil. I don't know who. I, I, I back him. I would back him to get a, a little flip chart out, and instead of going, guys, 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 he's going to just point at it and shout at someone, and it's going to happen, and we're going to be fine. Yeah, in, in a similar vein, honourable mentions to Tony Pulis and, and, <laughs> and Neil Warnock as well, I think. They're also, I think they could do the bids as well. <laughs> Maybe some coalition of Allardyce, Pulis and Warnock. That would be some of the least attractive management, <laughs> but effective. Are there any um, Kiwi managers? Because they've handled it very well. So I Brian Nelson. To... <laughs> Winston Reid <laughs> can get his badges and come on over. There we go. <laughs> I don't no, think... but yeah, is the answer. <laughs> I don't think they'll want to come over, though, will they? There is Winston Reid these days. That's a... um, give, give me a second. He's injured. I think, I think he's still at West Ham. He is. He's injured. I put him in my fantasy team and then realised. Oh. You know what? I've had such a horrendous season with fantasy football. I was looking at it the other day thinking, could I make this back in any of the leagues that I'm in? And part of me thinks, you know what? Yes, I can. It's not going to happen, but I've still got hope for that. Um, that's all they did. Free, they've, got, they've done wild cards for everyone, haven't they? Yeah. The fantasy points. Yeah, I've got Grealish in there, Joe. Oh, much appreciated. I've got Leno and Saka, Dave. Good, goodness. Very good. I've got um, Greedish's idol, Todd Cantwell. <laughs> Greedish's idol. Yeah. What does I'm, not, I'm not going to say what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> what does? No, let's move on. What does a Cantwell lid look like after 13 weeks of lockdown? That's what I'm. That's <laughs> similar. If, if, if you got a mop in your bathroom, <laughs> you look at that. Todd, I'm sorry. Sorry if you're listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if I may, we alluded to this a little earlier, uh, but I, I do believe that we have a mutual hatred of Manchester United. Hatred might be too far, but yeah, we don't. We're not fans. Um, I'd go for hatred. Yeah. Okay, so found an article from Mr. Jamie Redknapp. Uh, titled Football Expert and Columnist, Manchester United will make teams nervous with Marcus Rashford and Paul Pogba fit. What do we think? I mean, Marcus Rashford, top bloke. He's a decent player, isn't he? He's got an all right output. Paul Pogba, he doesn't want to be there. Bruno Bruno Fernandez is unbelievably good and absolutely destroyed the Premier League for a couple of months. So I'm more afraid of him than I am of of those two. But I feel like Jimmy Ridnap probably doesn't actually write his articles. I feel like it's probably ghost written by somebody and then just sort of like who is good on FIFA? Pogba and Rushford. Okay. They're gonna win. And that'll be what it is. But Yeah, I just feel like they're both good players, but I just don't know why suddenly you'd be scared of Man United because of them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're decent. They're good players, but they're not, like, un, unplayable. No, Pogba on his day 
has absolutely destroyed teams. But I've, he's not. He just he doesn't want to be there, like you say. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm like, I think I really want. I kind of you want those players who I think because you're actually quite enjoyable to watch. I'd quite like to see you perform well. I'd quite like to see you put in some good performances. But when he does it next season in the Barcelona Real Madrid shirt, it will be more entertaining to me. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I really like Pogba as a player, but I, I'm not scared of him. Yeah. For the Man United, he's going to be in. Um, who have you got in centre mid? Gwendozy. Gwendozy's back pocket, isn't he for you? Uh, yes, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> now, unfortunately, we've already played them twice. I believe this oh, year. I think we, we. Um, who's there first? Oh, they've got Spurs away first, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that is the worst game ever. You don't want anyone to win that. <laughs> that is an Arsenal fan's nightmare, that, isn't it? Yeah. Draw, please. Fair enough. <laughs> Great. I'm um, probably also... Who is that that... If, if United still got Igalo on loan that they had, do you remember, before the lockdown? They yeah, had him on. I think they did uh, extend it. I think I read that headline somewhere. He could he could be a bit of a threat, couldn't he? He was banging in the goals in the, in the Europa League. So maybe he'll bring that, bring that back. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that they're a bit... I, I'm very unconvinced by Solskjaer. I don't find them to be anywhere near as good to watch as I think they now should be. You, you had that period of grace when Ferguson left, where I think everybody knew it was going to be difficult. But how that's been, what, seven years now? Seven years, yeah. Like, come on. get How much have they spent in that time? It feels like you know the transition period was not only very foreseeable, but has been horrifically managed thereafter. Yeah, you know what? Part of me thinks if he was managing my club, get yeah. get rid of him. But he's managing Man United, so give him a contract for life. <laughs> take, take him down. <laughs> See him off. <laughs> yeah, or replace him with Sam Allardyce. I don't mind. <laughs> Sam, love it. Sam has is, has properly diversified in his uh, skill set. Over the course of this this podcast, he's now policy strategist and big now now can manage a big club after his two month fiasco stint at it in the England job. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. Ten points if you can tell me off the top of your head what is one game and the result was one nil Slovakia. Well done. Who scored the goal? Uh, was it Ross Barkley or oh, Dave? Do you want to take a guess? Um, Loftus cheek one nil. If memory serves, it was Adam Lalana in the ninety third minute, and I promise you that was memory serves. I, I'm not, I'm not googling that, but I believe I was on holiday. I think it was September twenty sixteen. There you go. Oh, Lo- Loftus cheek would have been a bit young, wouldn't he? I've just googled it. It was Sydney. indeed Adam Lalana. There you go. You now need to go outside, I think, and run around a bit. <laughs> Shame you can't. Shame you've got to stay inside and watch football for the next two months of your life. <laughs> Glorious. Very good. No, it's going to be good. We've also got the weekend after the championship, but uh, we can save a bit of chat about that for, for next week's episode, I'm sure. I'm sure our fans can't wait to hear my hot takes about Reading Football Club. 100%. Yeah. And about how excited I am about Thursday night football for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the league, league two, oh, league, league two playoffs. playoffs. Big. Do you know who you've got, Lask? 
you got Exeter at home first up. Oh, yeah. a big game. And then a, a solid trip to St. James's Park the week the week after. Do you think uh, they've ever thought about calling it St. James's Park brackets, not that one, close brackets? Or oh, don't you mean the Sports Direct Arena brackets? I feel like I could go, go off on a big tangent about the Exeter Stadium, but who the, who the hell wants to hear about that? Let's save that one. Let's save that one. Let's, <sighs> let's save our hot takes for, for, for an analysis of Villa and Arsenal's triumphant return, shall we, for next week? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Great. Well, uh, as ever, Joe and Adam, thank you for your time. Um, I hope you enjoy the games as much as as much as we ex- expect to. Um, and listeners, thank you for for listening. And um, we'll be back soon. Thanks, everyone. Lost out to Young. The chance here for Sidwell already. And what a start! Just over thirty seconds Sidwell FC Podcast.